Trigger warning. This episode discusses experiences of sexual violence and assault. Please proceed with caution and utilize self-care before, during, and after listening. Everything is pretty good. Um, I was having a little bit of a rough week last week in terms of like intrusive thoughts, in terms of my relationship. And I actually found an interesting book called Relationship OCD, which I found to be very relatable. And last week, I don't know what was going on. It could have been that I was like about to be on my cycle and I recently started keto again. But um, I just had so many thoughts like I want to break up with Nick. I don't think he's the right person. Like if I break up with him, does that mean I never really loved him in the first place? And I was just feeling really depressed for some random reason, just having all these doubts and questioning my relationship. And then I noticed myself hardcore judging Nick, like thinking of all the bad things I don't like about him and just being really harsh. Um, And I was feeling really upset about it. So I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, what should I do? And she told me to bring it up to him. And I was like, all right, let me ask and wait to see if my therapist thinks that's a good idea. Because I don't want to say to Nick, like, I think I'm falling out of love with you. And then him get offended or think it's something about him that he's inferior or inadequate in some way. But I couldn't wait until today to bring it up to you. So I just brought it up over the weekend with him. And I feel a lot better now that I did. Like, I don't feel Mm -hmm. that way anymore. So I don't know if it was just like a mood swing or whatnot. But how did that conversation go? It went well. Um, We were taking a walk. And he said he could tell that I had retreated and like pushed him away a little bit the last week. Um, And I knew he could sense it because he's not dumb. And I was just like, hey, can I talk to you about something, by the way? And I just kind of explained to him where I was coming from. And he took it pretty well. Like, I can't lie and say I don't think it bothered him at all. But we talked about it for like an hour. And afterward, like, I felt a lot better. And he was just very supportive and stuff like that. So I'm happy I brought it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that was a good idea. Yeah. So do you think these feelings will come up again? Because I feel like that's something that (laughs) happens. A hundred percent. It's, it's like waxes and wanes. It's really weird because sometimes they're there. Other times they're not there. This week they were definitely more intense and prominent. I was just thinking like, oh, maybe I just want to move again and like get away. And Mm -hmm. then they're not there anymore. But when they come, they're really strong. And it's like, it was really bothering me. I was having those thoughts because Nick is so like innocent in a way. And like, he's never been in a relationship and I don't want to be his first heartbreak at all. So it was just like bothering me. I was having those thoughts because I didn't want to be having them. And I felt kind of like something's wrong with me that I'm not capable of being in a committed relationship. And then I don't know, I just feel like I'm kind of defective that I'm having so much trouble being in a healthy relationship when I thought this is what I wanted all along. Mm-hmm. Um, first question, do you feel like when these thoughts come back, have they been intensified like every time they come back? Like, is it more intense than the last? Yeah, yeah. they were super okay. intense. This time I was mm-hmm. actually crying about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this is this the first time bringing it up to Nick in depth? Um, no, I've brought it up to him in the past, but he was just like trying to pinpoint all the reasons why it could be. And he said he thinks it's because I'm afraid of getting close and like him leaving or something, but I'm not afraid of him leaving because I don't think he would like, I'm afraid of it not working out and I'm afraid of hurting him to be honest. Um, Wait, hold on. Let me just uh, interject for a second. What if I have to play devil's advocate here just to like visit all these avenues and like, I hate doing some of this stuff sometimes, (laughs) but like, I feel like I have to, you know, um, Lauren, what if he decides like, yeah, like maybe this relationship isn't for me, you know, because I feel like a lot of the time we, we do give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, and that's just to be fair to someone that is trying to treat you right, you know, Um, but to say that, like, you think it's you that would sort of make that first move and not him, like, let's just like switch that around. What if it was him, you know, how would you, how do you think that would go? Yeah, how would you feel? Do you think you would feel the complete opposite of what you're feeling now? I mean, um, I would say either two things probably would occur, occur. I would either not care at all, which is kind of disturbing because I feel like it's a lot easier to be in a dysfunctional, like toxic relationship than it is to be in a healthy one for some reason for me because it's what I'm used to. So I think I would just be okay and then like go get involved with a bunch of emotionally unavailable men. Or I would want Nick a lot more than I do. Uh It's like one or the other. Yeah, you really do only have two options there. Um, So if it was a first option, I mean, you would go back to something that was familiar, but that you haven't had in quite some time. Um, What do you what do you gain out of that? You know, what what is it that? I think like confirmation about how I feel about myself. Okay. Um, And with Nick, it's just the complete opposite of how you actually feel about yourself. So hence it just isn't real or keeping sort of your distance from something like that. um, Because this person thinks very differently than how you think of yourself. Yeah, he brought up a point um, that said, I think it was the term, he didn't use the term, but I looked it up, enactment, which I think is true that he said, like, you tell yourself you're not good at relationships and that nothing ever works out. So you act in a way that pushes me away so that we will break up and it will validate that nothing ever works out. And I feel like this entire time, I've been trying to convince that, like, convince him that I'm no good and that loving me is a bad idea because, like, I'm just projecting all my feelings onto him and it will eventually make it true, perhaps, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, well, how did you feel when he said that? That What, I, what do you think of that? I was like, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like, you're probably right. It makes sense, but I don't know what to do about it because it's like the feelings keep coming up and then I just have to continually push them down. So, 
I don't know. I don't think it's fair to constantly tell him every month I'm questioning our relationship. Like, I don't know if I want this anymore. I just feel like that's kind of a dick thing to do. Mm. Is it... Is it any part of what he says validating? Or do you feel like it gets talked about, it gets discussed, and things sort of get pushed down? You know, I think there's a difference between pushing these emotions down and trying to forget about them as opposed to, like, speaking about them and bringing light to them, acknowledging them, and, I don't know, like, validating a different side, you know, like, exposure to something that you might not have a lot of you know like a lot of these these positive affirmations a lot of these like healthy things that are sort of happening in this relationship you know even discussing this like having these really uncomfortable like difficult conversations you know like to someone that is trying to communicate and and you as well you know communicating that to each other like that is something that you know not a lot of people have or people are afraid to have, you know, and I mean, who's to say that that's something that you've had in a different relationship, you know, like, so it's like you have all these like positive, healthy stuff happening. And then, you know, there's parts of you that are used to the complete opposite, you know, so is there anything that's any type of thoughts, feelings, emotions that you have that are being validated by Nick, you know, even if it's like the smallest part of it. Yeah, for sure, because I did feel a lot better after I talked to him about it. I mean, I didn't tell him everything for the sake of, like, his own feelings. Because last week, for some weird reason, I wasn't feeling sexually or physically attracted to him at all out of nowhere. And, like, when we would have sex, like, I would completely dissociate and just be so uninterested. And I was getting really upset because I felt like I was just faking enjoyment. And I have a lot of like feelings, even last night, like kind of off tangent, but I told him I was too tired to have sex and I felt so guilty. And I was like, do you get mad at me when I don't have sex with you? And he's like, not at all. But like some part of me feels extremely obligated to have sex with him. So I didn't tell him that portion because it just kind of would have been like overload. Um, Especially if I was like, hey, by the way, like, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Right. Um, yeah, sure. So. Do you think that that's a symptom of how you're like a core feeling, you know, where it's sort of leaking through different parts of your relationship with Nick? What do you mean? You know, or like, do you think that your feelings towards Nick these days have very well been intensified, you know, so it's sort of like affecting different areas you know, or do you yeah. think that's also like a core issue, like where you have different sort of core issues or, or if something is sort of happening and it's kind of trickling in through different parts, you know? Um, I kind of think both, honestly. Um, the first thing you said, like, I think when you feel a certain type of way, it affects all aspects of your relationship. That's maybe why I lost my interest in sex with him. But I think truthfully, and this is something I wanted to bring up, Uh I've been getting like a lot of, something happened over the summer, which I'll go into, but I don't think I processed it completely. Like I hardly talked about it because it didn't seem to have bothered me at the time, but I've been thinking about it a lot more lately. And maybe that's why it's been like affecting my relationship. So 
I think it's kind of both. Mm. Yeah. What is it that happened this summer? Does it involve Nick? No, I didn't know Nick until Halloween, really, like October. But I think it was in August. I went on like a Tinder date, which never ends well. <laughs> but um, I went on a date and the guy like sexually assaulted me. And it didn't, for some reason, like, I was upset that night, but I kind of just packed it in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, just another one of these experiences. And I kind of moved on. And I didn't really feel like it bothered me. So I didn't talk about it at all or process it. But lately, it's just really been bothering me. And it's so random because mm -hmm. it's now March. So I don't know if that's why I've been having the feelings I've been having. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Did you speak to this guy for long? Did you speak to him afterwards? No. Um, I think he's like a psychopath because he asked me to hang out the next day. And I was just like, are you kidding me? I don't know if it's just like guys don't know what they're doing or if they really just don't care. But um, we were talking for maybe a week at the most. And... For some reason that night, like my plans fell through and I had my hair and makeup done. So I'm like, I can't let it go to waste. So I'm just going to like hit up this guy. And I forget his name, honestly, but I knew like I completely ignored my intuition because the day before he asked me to send him pictures of myself and I said no. And then he kept prying, which is a huge red flag for me because I feel like guys that keep prodding you to do something that you say no to once are kind of unhealthy in my opinion. So I decided to like go out with him and he asked me to go to his house and I said, no, can we go get a drink or get dinner or something? So he said, yeah, I'll, I'll drive if you come to my house. So I drive to his house, which wasn't smart. And then he drives us to Pat Jog and we get a drink and then he drives us back to his house and I really had to use the bathroom. So I was like, do you mind if I use your bathroom? And he said, yeah, of course. And it, it just sucks because the second I saw him, not to sound superficial, but he didn't look anything like his pictures. I wasn't attracted to him whatsoever. His, his voice kind of turned me off and like he was a lot shorter than me. So it was Were just- Were you mean catfished? Yeah, I think I was catfished because it didn't look anything like him. It was him, but like he looked a lot cuter in his pictures. So anyway, like it was just a no from the start, but I felt bad and I wasn't going to be like, oh, I see you in person. I'm going to leave because I'm not attracted to you. Like that's kind of just not very nice. So I decided to give him a shot and he seemed cool at the bar. But when we get back to his house and I use the bathroom, I come out of the bathroom and then he just completely forced himself on me. And I said no, maybe like 8,000 times. And he basically tried to rape me like he tried to put his penis inside of me and I had to push him off and he wouldn't let me leave and it was just like very traumatic and um I I left and he texts me that night he's like am I gonna see you again like do you want to hang out tomorrow and I just block him and then he finds me on Facebook and messages me we have to talk so I just blocked him again so that's what happened and it's just kind of been disturbing me like lately for some reason. Cause I never, why do you think, why do you think it didn't bother you when it happened? Cause I felt like I deserved it honestly. And it's also happened like so many times at this point that like, 
I didn't want to, like, I was feeling so happy over the summer. I was in such a good place. And I think I didn't want to think about it because I didn't want it to bring me down because I was in such a good place. So I was like, if I don't think about it, if I kind of forget about it, then it won't affect me. But Mm -hmm. I know that's not true. But yeah. Why do you think it's bothering you now? I'm not sure. It's just been creeping up in my mind lately. And I kind of wish it I would just forget about it, but that's not really how it works. So. Have the police ever been involved in something like this with someone that has sexually assaulted you? No, for several reasons, honestly, because I feel like I don't have any evidence to prove it happened. And I also am afraid of like confronting the person again. And for the third reason, like, I feel with a majority of sexual assault cases, nothing even happens to the person that perpetrated the crime, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it wouldn't be worth it. Okay. Why do you feel like you deserved it? Because I... I went to his house and to... I knew, like, my intuition told me to not talk to him, but I completely ignored it. So that's why I feel like it's my fault. And I don't know. I always think, like, maybe if I was more assertive, then it wouldn't have happened in the first place. So You don't think you were being assertive enough when you said no, even just once? Apparently not, because guys don't seem to understand that. I feel like it's really fucked up because... Most guys think that rape is like a man coming out of a bush and attacking a stranger. They don't understand that like sexual assault is if the girl says no and you keep coercing her and trying to force her and pressure her into sex, like that's not consensual. And I don't think men realize that for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So. You know, I, I... I'm wondering if it's something that is being or is sort of like creeping up now, like maybe because you haven't spoken about it, you know, I feel like something like that sort of, honestly, I feel like everything ends up being brought to light, you know, whether or not you want to see it, you know, um, how does that affect you now? I think that's why I have a lot of, disgust around men in general and maybe why I just feel a lot of like obligation to have sex with people even if I am too tired or I simply just don't want to like I feel bad and I feel like I'm taking something from like let's just say for example Nick like I didn't have sex with him last night and I feel like in his mind he's like oh why did I even bother hanging out with her but he told me that's not true but I just don't believe him, to be honest. You think he's lying when he says that? I don't think he's lying, but I think he's disappointed. And he's just not telling you? Yeah. So what he says, the answer that he gave you just seems like it wasn't enough, huh? Yeah. Which sucks, because I don't want... to like him to doubt him because of the feelings I'm having you know 
because my feelings are mine. So they're not his, but I'm kind of just like mirroring them onto him. I think you are. I think you're doubting him either way. You know, it seems like it's sort of happening kind of naturally, you know, and it's, I think, very prominent, you know. Um, Do you ever think, or I mean, your thoughts like nowadays about Nick, like do you, I mean, like what are you going to do at this point? You know, like the ball is in your court. You have, I mean, every right to make the decision that you want, you know, like this is completely your choice. You know, it has, it's not in anyone else's hands. Um, What do you want to do? I want to like work it out and just hang in there because my hang in there until what I don't know hope it will get better and eventually go away oh okay um you think in the meantime do you think you're sacrificing your own happiness no because I'm really happy with Nick at least right now (laughs) um like I felt really connected to him and close to him yesterday and the day before. Like, ever since I brought it up with him, I felt a lot better. Um, So that's why I think that I'm the issue. Therefore, I have to work on it, which I'm trying to. But Mm -hmm. I just don't want to throw it away and give up something that's really good for, I don't know, whatever reason that I would just because I'm afraid so that's why I'm gonna hang in there. So. Okay. Um, do you think you're sacrificing anything by hanging in there? I don't know if this is good for me, honestly. I feel like yeah. See, I feel I like know. you are, you very well have like very different emotions, you know, <laughs> as far as like this. Like I just heard you say that you are happy, but. Like, you are doubting him, and, like, these feelings might come up again, but in the meantime, you're happy. Yeah, it's a lot of mixed emotions, honestly. Mm-hmm. I just don't – I just feel so abnormal. I think that's the most, like, distressing part because I feel like no one else has this problem except me. Well, I don't know. I don't I, – you know what? I'm not sure if that's true. Um. I think you're entitled to feel how you feel. You know, I think you should always put your feelings first. And I know that's difficult sometimes, you know, to like accept maybe that something good is happening, you know, just because I think like things have been validated over and over again. Um, and it's the same type of thing that's been validated. So something different comes your way and you're not sure what to do with it, you know, and you're figuring it out. And I think that's understandable. Um, but with that being said, I mean, Nick can be a great person, you know, and, and that's fine. Like that is amazing. That's, that, that doesn't mean that you'll meet like a, if you don't hang on to Nick, you know, and you like continue your journey, that doesn't mean that you very well could 
fall back into a bad like coping habit you know like you very well could find someone that maybe treats you right and and is different you know like it just he very well could maybe not be the one you know who's I mean who's to say yeah you I know I just feel like I, sorry no no it's okay go ahead I was gonna say by staying with him I feel like I'm breaking the pattern of being in like abusive relationships which you are for sure um but I feel like getting a taste of that and like understanding that yeah understanding that every part of this relationship has been different for you you know and it's a it's a lot like it's not just one thing it's like so many different things you know um and you're like dealing with everything at the same time um but do you ever think that if you and Nick weren't to end up together that you would find someone that still treats you right not at all yeah why why do you say that there's just so few good men in the world from my experience and my friend's experience um that I feel like they're all either like not attractive or they're gay, or they are in relationships and have girlfriends. So I feel like the ratio of bad men to good men is like very, it's like 90% shitty men, 10% good men. And I feel like it just wouldn't happen. It'd take maybe another 26 years. Oh, really? (laughs) Like a like a solstice or something like that doesn't happen that often yeah but when it does happen it's like a beautiful thing yeah hmm um I think a part of that might be generalizing you know the male population but we un- we understand that you know what this it's something that keeps like that I'm keeping in the back of my head like and I brought it up last time is sexuality you know like I think we have feelings towards men and we have very specific feelings towards women. Um, That's something that I would like you to just like entertain, you know, like I think just pay a little bit more attention to it. Cause I, I, I feel like something like that is, I don't know, like could be a reason that you feel a certain type of way towards men, you know, um, but I, I don't know. I, I, that's just something that is coming up for me that I like want to bring up to you. You know, I, I don't know. What do you think? What do you mean by sexuality? Like, do you think that, do you think that you're dating the wrong gender? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Cause it's like, I'm very physically attracted to men. I mean, women are obviously like very attractive, but it's just different emotionally. But I, I brought it up to Nick actually last week cause of our last conversation. And he said he would never be interested in like uh, bringing in another woman. <laughs> Right, right, so right, I was right. Like, oh, cool. Me neither. <laughs> okay. That's, I think we've spoken about this. That's not something that you were ever able to explore, right? 
Is that like something that you would want to explore? Maybe because of that reason why I told you last week that like, for some reason, it really turns me on to think of Nick Mm -hmm. being with someone that's not me. And I feel like, honestly, it's so twisted because if that were to happen by my initiation, like I suggest it and say this would make me really happy, and then he does it, I would probably break up with him after. Right, you would lose your shit. It was a (laughs) sure, sure. It makes sense. Hmm. Is that the only way that that's been brought up to Nick as far as like a, a woman? You know, like bringing it up in a threesome. Like, I'm, I mean, I, I, I don't even know if this is like a right or wrong thing to say. Um, but like, if you had this conversation with him as far as like you being like, so, just you you know, and like kind of leaving Nick out of it. I, 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 I don't know if this is the right or wrong thing to say, but I'm wondering if this is a conversation that you've had, like, if it was just you, like, I mean, I don't know. Like me being with another woman while I'm yes. dating him? <laughs> yeah, like, see, see, you know what? I've talked to my boyfriend about this and like, <laughs> I've, I like, I straight up asked him, I'm like, what would you think? Like, just curious to see, like, just understanding the male brain. And he was like, well, it's not cheating. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Because it's a woman? Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, having this conversation with Nick, I mean, have you done that? Yeah, I feel like guys either think it's super hot because it's another girl or they they are like, no, that's cheating. Like, that's not okay because – I've told Nick that in the past, like I've talked to girls and I've had like a crush on girls and he was like, oh, well, you're not attracted to women anymore because you're dating me. So I was just like, uh, I guess like, I don't think that's how that works, but okay. But he said like, he's says if you, he's like very much afraid to consider that cheating for sure. Like I know that. Without Males are so different, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so say, you know, you, I don't know, like things don't end up working out. Would you like, would that be your chance to explore that, you know, with like a, with a woman? Like, is that something that you would, like, cause I'm, I'm saying, like, what if that ends up leading to something, you know, and what if things sort of like are if questions are being answered that you might not necessarily have the answers to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm very much fed up with men at this point that, like, if it doesn't work out with Nick, like, I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because I trust women, like, for whatever reason. Like, I know a lot of women are just, like, out to find that one person and just a lot of women just want to be loved and, like, find love. Whereas a lot of, of men are just, like, I want to, like, a whole is a whole. I'll just, you know, like, they don't care so much a lot but not all so mm-hmm. I don't really know um I know that Nick would be jealous if I were to talk to or entertain anyone else understandably of course right just like I would be yeah. if he did that to me so all right I mean what if he like I guess how do you feel when the your significant other like talks about the opposite sex in that way 
Yeah. It's almost, I, I don't know. Like, it's concerning to some, it's not concerning to others. Like, yeah. It's unrealistic for me to think like Nick will never find another girl attractive again because he has eyes. And just like it's it's unrealistic for him to think that about me, like to find someone else attractive. But I wish I didn't care, but I'm just really insecure that like he said something about like Sofia Vergara being really pretty and she is. And then I couldn't help but think like, oh, when we're having sex, does he like picture that I'm her or like wish I was another girl? And that's, like, okay. the whole thing. Like, if we were ever to put another person in, our, like, sex with us, I would just use that against him and be like, see, I knew, like, I wasn't the only one you wanted. Like, I knew you wanted other girls. Like, so it would be, like, a weird manipulation thing going on with me. It, it's almost like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Absolutely. You know, and, and have these feelings be validated, like, once again. Yeah, because the the last time I remember telling my ex like that I was attracted to women and one of the first things he asked me maybe a week into dating is there's a really hot like mom at my job. Would you want to have a threesome with her? And it really pissed me off. And that's part of the reason like why I don't bring it up because guys just use it as an excuse to sexualize you and I don't know. I've had like so many bad experiences. My last ex-boyfriend was on Tinder while we were dating and like he got drunk and like grabbed this other girl's ass. And like, it's just all confirming like reasons why I don't trust men. And I know that it's from Mm -hmm. my past experiences, but I can't help but think that it's true for all men. Like you said, generalizing. Mm -hmm. So, and then you have Nick that sort of is in the middle of all of this, you know, where you do want to generalize with Nick, but it's like all of his actions so far have just been completely against everything that you've known about men. Yeah. I feel bad. I'm taking all my baggage out on him, (laughs) but he said he doesn't care, which (laughs) I don't know. I still feel bad. Like I don't want him to be a martyr for me. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so where do you go from here, you know? That's the million-dollar question. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, growth is not linear, you know, and it's almost, like, to be expected that some of these feelings will come up again. Um, And I think things get worse before they get better, you know? Like, when you're trying to rebuild the kitchen, it's just there's no use in it. It's down to the bare bones, and things just get terrible, and things are everywhere, and... You sort of have to adapt until you rebuild um, a really efficient kitchen, you know. Um, And I believe that that's what's happening, you know, or like it's almost like, almost like, I don't want to say being forced to happen, but like you have someone in your life that is like proving you wrong almost, you know, and it's like, okay, uh, let's adapt here, you know, like let me see what I can can do or and how do I provide – for this person in the sense of like emotionally being available, you know, physically being available to this person that like is trying to love me. Yeah. That's a hard thing for me is being emotionally available for sure. I think that's Uh honestly the root of the issue. Do you think that is somewhere that you will get to? I hope so. Um, is that the plan? 
I wish. I just feel like I'm not cut out for relationships because of all, like sometimes I feel so damaged that I can't help but like hurt everyone around me. And I'd say that's like a fear of mine with Nick that I'm like, if I just end the relationship now, like it'll save him a lot of pain and myself in the long run. So I I wish I was more securely attached than I am. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that stuff takes time, you know, like where you are on your journey is perfectly okay. You know, and I think accepting where you are and having plans or goals to get to a specific place, which would be like being emotionally available to this person that's in your life right now. Um, I think making a goal might be helpful, Hmm. you know, so we can sort of take steps and like, acknowledge some of the growth that is being made and also acknowledge like some of the falls that also happen, you know? Yeah. I'd say Um, I'm proud of myself for bringing it up to him. Like he said, that's shit. I'm proud of you for bringing that up to him. Yeah. But I think I still have a lot more work to do. Yeah. And that's, that's understandable. I think we work on ourselves like for a good portion of our lives, you know? Um, Cause I don't think like, striving for perfect is possible you know because what is perfect i mean that term i think is so like flawed you know um but being happy in where you are in your own life is i think what a goal should be you know yeah for sure that makes sense yeah (laughs) but I think that you are allowed to feel however you feel you know and and having all these mixed emotions because this is I mean it's it's still a very new relationship you know and you're still figuring out like a lot about this person and vice versa like this person is figuring out a lot about you um so that other shoe might never drop Yeah, I think that's part of the problem because we've been dating since November and I already feel super comfortable in the relationship. And with me, at least, it's become a recurring theme that like when that honeymoon period and the new relationship energy has worn off, like I get so bored that I'm like, yeah, this isn't doing it for me anymore. And I don't think that's normal in a long-term relationship. Like, you're not going to have the butterflies for 20-plus years all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're there now, like, where the honeymoon phase is over? Kind of. And it's it saddens me because it hasn't been super long. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think that these feelings, you think, like, these butterflies, these sort of, feelings come up like like at all they don't come up anymore is it like times and places and things like that sort of happen where it does come I mean yeah they're periodic now okay when when is it that it does come up for you I think um Like the other night I was, I drank for the first time in a while and we went bowling with our friends and he was kind of hanging out with his friends and he was probably like drunk to some extent. And I was a little bit lit 
And I was just like looking at him from across the bowling thing. And I was like, wow, he looks like super hot, like just hanging out with his friends. So I'd say that was like the last time when he wasn't super like involved with me at that moment. Like when he felt kind of sort of distant, that's when I thought he was like really attractive. Right. Like this kid's got his own life happening and I'm not always a part of it. Sure. I can understand that. Yeah, definitely. Um, You can almost observe from a distance, like from a safe distance. I, I get that. Definitely. Yeah. I brought up to him that I think maybe we should spend less time together and that might help. Because we spend mm-hmm. like six, seven days together. So I said, why don't we see each other like every other day and see if that helps. What did he say? He said that's fine, but he still asked me to hang out on the day we weren't supposed to. Oh, <laughs> right. Like, okay. I mean, to him, that's comfort, right? Like having you around, that's comfort. Yeah. Well, I mean, what does he do when he's not with you? Like, is it mostly, like, does he work, spend his time with you? Does he spend his time with his family? Like, yeah, he what works, is he doing when he's not um, with He you? works full time. And then when he's not with me, he'll either hang out with his family or go to the gym or, like, play video games with his friends late at night. So. Gotcha. So adding a little bit more balance, perhaps. Like, so then what are you going to do? How do you fill your time then when you are not hanging out with Nick? Because I know you're like, you like to sort of stay home, your home body. Yeah. I recent, recently meeting yesterday, joined hot yoga. So I'm going to go Very nice. um, to hot yoga on the nights where I don't see him. So Nice little self-care in between. Yeah. Okay. You know what? If that's what your gut is telling you, do not ignore it. Yeah. You know, okay. I think that's a great idea. Thanks. Yeah, you know, I think you should give yourself a lot of credit um, because it's not difficult to do this, you know. If it was, everyone would, and not everyone does. Yeah, you know, definitely. And I think you are exposing a lot of good things to Nick as well. Like, it is okay to talk about this stuff, you know, like almost like solidifying, like being a better person, you know, because like, this woman in my life, um, I want to treat her right. And if talking about this stuff, even though it is uncomfortable, is, is something that she wants to do, then like, let me do it. Mm. Right. So like really helping the male population there by exposing them. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Food for thought. Okay. <laughs> okay. Miss Lauren, 